Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with Edge Mobility System, Modern Rehab Mastery, Modern Manual Therapy, Untold Physio Stories, and the Eclectic Approach. And my co-host is Dr. Andrew Rothschild with um, Modern Patient Education, Modern Manual Therapy, Modern Rehab Mastery. I guess too. I guess. Definitely. <laughs> Are you sure he he is one of the mentors? You can see his bio on the page. If even if he's not quite sure of it, he I can assure you that he is. So many brands to name. Oh gosh, you're telling me. I got to get that pre-recorded intro and outro instead of me just fumbling through it every week. Anyway, do you have any pet peeves in the clinic? I have one little pet peeve and I definitely try to, you know, make it, you know, let it bother me less and less as much as I can. But a lot of times it's, I guess my, the one pet peeve I have is the patients who it just, they kind of adapt that victim mentality and, you know, kind of, and kind of put up, kind of put it off onto us sometimes in terms of why they're not doing well or, or why they hurt kind of thing with certain things, but they're not at the same time, they're not really actively trying to take a, 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 a stronger role in in their kind of, in realizing what the role that their lifestyle or attitude might play in their kind of situation. Yeah, I mean, I was about to list another pet peeve, but you you actually just started making like a little vein throb in my forehead and my eye twitch. <laughs> and that's something that also I I dislike strongly in patients, but it's it's also something that I know I need to work on. Like it is my biggest weakness when someone I feel like you just need to like take a step back and get it together or take some responsibility. And, you know, we see these people for whatever it is, half an hour, a couple of times a week or one hour once a week, or even one hour, three times a week. And yeah, all the other times we're not with them. We don't really know what's going on in their life, but I know there is a certain type of person. And that's what I, that's what I try to think now, but for a, a good portion of my career, you know, I just thought like, Oh, you know, there's certain people you see on the schedule. I was like, oh, this this person is just going to drain me today. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the ones who really just, they overly focus on their diagnosis. And they really, it's like kind of like the self-fulfilling prophecy of they embody that diagnosis a lot of times and, and just get that sort of learned helplessness type of mentality. And it just... Now, as much, even despite, and I'm not saying that it's just like, they're like this, this, you know, without any kind of other, despite conversations we've had, despite interactions we've had, despite things that we've done, it just seems so hard to, you know, break them out of that. Right. And and sometimes they even actually improve, but they don't even believe that they will or that it's going to last. And yeah, I mean, I, I also think to myself, knowing my experience with them, no matter how well I, I try to accept them that it's just one of those things that they really need some acceptance therapy that I can't provide. Right. 
you know, I am no expert in that. I clearly need to work on my empathy in this case. And I know that I am not the clinician right now that you need. Yeah. And I, I was talking about that with a student, with my student that I have right now and said that, you know, as much as much empathy as I have, and I've really improved in this area a lot, I think over the past handful of years, there's just that certain type of where it's still, that is definitely where I'm still, still need improvement for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that, um, I think people who have all, who go to the trouble of doing things like you and I have, like completely changing their diet and adopting mindfulness and all the things that we actually preach to our patients now, they are not easy things to do. You know, like it'd be a lot easier to eat as much bacon as we want and have all, you know, extra cheese pizza and just not work out ever, right? <laughs> I mean, it's right. so easy, but um, the things that you choose to do for yourself, you hope that other people, you can convince other people to do the ones who need it the most. I always say, if I was, if I was the lead instructor of modern patient education, I would say the ones who need it the most are the ones who are going to be the least responsive to it. Yeah. And so, sometimes that's, that's certainly the case. And it's, you know, one thing we talked about, I've, I've talked about is that it's, it's you know, people have to be ready some oftentimes to, you know, we can't just convince people to do things. We can't necessarily motivate people to do things. People really have to motivate themselves. It really has to come from some intrinsic value system or uh, a true desire, an internal desire to change something uh, with your life, lifestyle, behavior, whatever. We can help guide along the path. We can help sometimes help, you know, with behavior change, I think. But when someone's really not ready, it's, it's just like hitting up against a wall. For sure. Yeah. And um, no inception here, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, my real topic of this, though, the pet, my pet peeve, and I think that this is something that um, when I worked in a busy clinic, this really got to me. But even when I was mostly one-on-one -on -one when I started before I owned my own practice and I was just managing a practice, I used to have a secretary that for whatever reason, if a patient showed up 30 minutes early, 15 minutes early, um, and like if they were an hour early, she might tell them the way, but if they showed up, you know, 40 minutes early, she'd be like, Oh, just go back. He'll just get you started on exercise. I'd go, Oh, go ahead and just go back. He'll get you started on heat. And that would just drive me crazy. You know, like, and I would just have these discussions with her why are you sending these people back? Oh, why don't you just tell them to ride the bike? Why don't you tell them to go on a treadmill? And I would, you know, say to certain patients and to her, I'm like, would you do that to your hairstylist? Like, why is it? And they're like, no. Well, like, well, why is, why is their time any less valuable than my time? You know, especially because I am actually doing one-on-one -on -one here. I mean, it's, it would be different if we were just a high volume clinic, but I wasn't. Right. Right. So one patient in particular, he showed up well over an hour early. He was a frozen shoulder patient. I had been getting along with him, and he was actually um, the father of one of my best PT students ever. She was like one of my brightest students, and she referred him, and we just got along um, very well for at least six weeks. And just you know, it's a slow responder, and you're going to see these frozen shoulder patients for a while. And one day he just shows up super early. He just plops himself down underneath the pulleys and just starts 
you know, pulling on the pulleys. Basically, the only time I ever had someone use pulleys went back way back when I had pulleys that wasn't my clinic was if they were frozen shoulder and they would just do that for like, you know, a little bit to warm up. If the airdyne was taken or the UBE was taken. And I, I must have been in a, such a terrible mood that day because I can't imagine myself doing this now. But I was like, what do you think this is? You know, like, what? Would you do this to your barber, your hairstylist, or or even your dentist? Would you just like go back into your dentist if you were an hour early and just start flossing your teeth? And he's like, no. So he he just left, and then you know I was like, oh yeah, I I told him I'm like, <laughs> and uh, the next week he just he wrote me a letter and the uh, letter was scathing, and he also just like called me on the phone and said like my sophomoric attempt at humor was ridiculous and he embarrassed me and he's never gonna he's gonna tell all his friends never to come to me and his doctor and everything and I just I felt really I did feel really bad and I don't really know what happened to me um and I definitely would never say anything like that now but it always it will always haunt me because I did just single him out in front of other people who were exercising but it still yeah. bugs me that that people do that to physical therapists and no one else. <laughs> yeah, and I've 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 thankfully I've not had that situation. Uh, I've had a, I've had a similar situation, not where my own staff had like sort of done that to me, but I've had it where patients will just come back and start, you know, doing stuff sometimes. And um, not recently, this happened probably you know several years ago. But I mean, I'm looking, I'm thinking about it now, and it's like at the time too. I, my my initial response was very similar to yours. Like I was very like put off in the fact that, hey, you wouldn't do that to your your doctor who sent you here. You wouldn't do that to your dentist or another you know healthcare professional. But then at the other end of the other side of the coin, I guess is a way that maybe because they feel comfortable because they've had a good relationship, they, they they feel at home. In a way, it's like, you know, that they, they they don't even realize that because they feel so comfortable and at ease, which is hopefully what we're trying to do with patients in a good way, that they don't even realize uh, how we might take that kind of um, uh, a behavior, so to speak, without even kind of considering that. I mean, of course, there are those patients who don't consider other people's feelings and they, they feel very entitled and they think they can do that regardless. But I think I'm, I'm willing to, you know, say that for most people who do that, they don't even realize that's the effect they're having. They just kind of feel comfortable and part of the family, so to speak, which I think in that sense is a good thing. Now I even feel worse. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got along with this guy so well, so well. And, and his letter just shocked me. And I just thought, man, I was a real jerk. And now it's an even bigger jerk. <laughs> now I'm an even bigger jerk. Wow. Well, I deserve it still. Well, and I, I think that, that that story also really highlights the fact that though, like, it doesn't take a lot, though, to have a negative effect on a patient. We can do everything right, everything right, everything right for weeks and weeks and weeks. And just one little thing can can totally change someone's perception of their their experience with us. You know, for which for fair, for fair or unfair, you know, it's kind of like if you go to a good meal then you have to wait an hour for the check. What is the, What are you going to say about that meal when you talk about it later to your friends? You know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's, it only takes one negative experience to yeah. ruin, or one negative thing to ruin a whole overly positive experience. I totally agree. Yeah. 
All anyway, right. all right. Well, you can find me, Modern uh, Dr. E, Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors, so one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, so go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q&As every week. Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's Modern Strength Training BFR Certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon. That's Modern Manual Therapy um, in US, Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.